Welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please welcome your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show, the only internet radio show dedicated to giving you real solutions to improve your health. Not only are they real solutions, but they're natural solutions as well, because as you know, the one and only true wealth you have is your health. I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc, and I'm committed to helping you find the root cause of your health problem, fix the cause with natural treatments, so you can feel normal again and live your life to the fullest. Just a quick bit of housekeeping before I introduce today's special guest. I'm happy to announce my first book is now in print. The title is Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again, Fixing the Root Cause of Your Fatigue with Natural Treatments. I have discovered 14 root causes of fatigue. I like to call them the fatigue factors. And in this book, I explain eight of the 14. I've had some amazing feedback on how easy it is to read and understand. It's not full of technical, doctory language like most books written by doctors are. And of course, the book also includes my own personal fatigue story, along with four other stories from real fatigue cases from my private practice. It's available in paperback and Kindle forms. So if you'd like a copy, you can find it on Amazon or on my website, www.drcarry.com. That's it for our housekeeping, so let's get started. I'm very excited about this week's show because my special guest is someone that I greatly admire. Her name is Joanna Lynn. Let me tell you a little bit about Joanna. Joanna Lynn has been working with clients for over 12 years from her home office to an integrative medical center to working with groups of people in a workshop setting. She uses the family constellation approach, which is one of the most powerful ways to encourage love to flow in a fluid way within our lives and within our bodies. Family constellations is a living science that explores the dynamics of family relationships connected to our well-being. The family constellation approach is one of the most rapidly expanded forms of therapy in the world and is practiced in more than 35 countries. It's an approach that helps to break destructive family patterns of unhappiness, illness, chronic pain, phobias, infertility, and addiction, just to give you some examples. The work she does with clients each day helps regular people to untangle the dense habits that pull vitality and enjoyment from life so that they can live more freely doing what inspires and matters to them most. Joanna, thank you so much for being my special guest today on this episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. I'm so happy to be here, Dr. Carey. Joanna, as I was, we were, we spoke just a couple minutes before we went live here. I have a cold, and so my voice is really squeaky, and and so I'm hoping that I don't sound too bad for our interview today because I really want, I really want our listeners to learn about you because you do some amazing things. So. Joanna, you know, I find that stress is the root underlying cause for many of the health conditions that patients come to see me for. What do you notice as some of the greatest stresses for your clients? Well, that's a great question. You're right. It's often that root cause. And 
So some of the main reasons people might, you know, pick up the phone to want to explore a session is they're challenged with feeling anxious or depressed, uh, ongoing difficulties at work, you know, problems with their health or, or difficulty losing weight. Um, once I begin, though, to answer some deeper questions and to kind of peek behind what's what's sitting behind some of these issues, often it's related to unresolved conflicts within the family they grew up in. And then we look inside their personal relationships and the stress that can build over time, those resentments that live within a marriage or long-term friendships, the kind of stuff that just runs in the background that really kind of adds like a drip to that stress response. And a lot of times we go through the day-to-day -day unaware of it, but it's the main thing that contributes to hormonal imbalance, to low energy levels, and even challenges with getting a restful, really good night's sleep. It's like a slow leak on your tire. The car is not able to respond well to driving conditions until one day you just wake up and you find it flat in your driveway. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. So Joanna, where do you begin with a client? Like how do you support them in reducing their stress or increasing their energy levels? Well, I begin with specific questions and it's actually called the core language approach to really understand where the inner image that sits inside the subconscious mind relates to the language we use to describe what's going on. We all have sort of the story of our lives that run in the background and that influences every thought, every decision, even the way we react to certain things in our lives. I've come to learn that the images we hold inside guide our lives. And so if the image we have is that we feel like we belong, we feel safe, we feel love, it's as though life supports that. Alternatively, if we hold images of loss or regret, anger and blame, these emotions are now a common theme throughout life. So the work I do with clients, whether it's in a workshop or whether it's in a private session, is really about working with those inner images. Then something outside of the habits you wish to be free of can actually come to the surface. A lot of the images we hold about our early, early experiences are not very healing. So we might tell others or repeatedly remind ourselves things like, my childhood was difficult, my dad was cruel, no matter what I did, I could never, ever please my mom. So, of course, we, all, we each hold our own personal image, you know, whatever that might be, but coming to understand how much this lays down a blueprint for how your life unfolds. And you see it in all kinds of ways, from the relationships you find yourself investing time in to why you choose the partners, the friends, the jobs you do, how you parent, where your self-esteem is, where your level of energy usually sits. There's so many aspects of our lives that are influenced by these very early images. So as you're describing that, I can just imagine how powerful your sessions are with your clients really getting to the, to the core. So Joanna, how are these inner images formed? Well, as a child, we tend to make very early decisions and then that creates an inner image. There's a part of the brain called the hippocampus and it's what stores and organizes memory. 
So that really only comes online developmentally when we're between the age of three to five. So everything that happens to us before that time, science is even showing us prenatally what happens, shapes a lot about that early stress response. We've come to know that these early experiences actually don't even exist in the mind. They get laid down in the body. And when we tune into the body, we notice we might be holding an ongoing tension or we tighten at a certain you know, response in our life. And a lot of the times we become very identified with that protective stance or how we're defended in certain ways in life. So an example of that might look like you as a very young child, uh, two, three, four years old, and mo your mom, for whatever reason, is quite depressed and she's doing the best she can, but she's quite withdrawn and she's quite inward. And so very early you would make a decision that says, every time I reach out for mom, I end up feeling rejected on the other side. So that early image gets set that as better that I can be independent, better that I can you know, get that glass of water on my own instead of feeling rejected from mom. The challenge is we take that inner image, let's say into our marriage, you know, 30 years later, and we have a very difficult time trusting that our partner will actually be there for us when we really need it. Trusting that natural ebb and flow that needs to happen, that reciprocation of give and take that's in any healthy relationship. And it really comes back to that very early inner image in order to give that marriage a chance to, to function and thrive very well. Joanna, you know, I work each and every day with, um, with test results. I've got blood work that I look over and, and urine tests and hormone testing. And I, I always try and research the best nutritional approaches for my patients. So what kind of research has been done that looks at the effect our family relationships have on our health? That's a great question. And any of the listeners that li would like to follow along or check out the study in more detail, they can find it on PubMed. And it's called the Harvard Mastery of Stress Study. And what's really interesting to me is that years later, John Hopkins University ran a very similar study and the results were you know, just so aligned. They were so similar. Essentially, both studies followed patients for 35 years. And the whole idea was to determine the connection between our family relationships and then our own health and well-being. And that each participant was simply asked to describe how they felt about their, their folks. What four ways described how they could sense that comfort level with their parents? And it was a multiple choice question. So the options were, do you feel warm? Do you feel close? Is the relationship tolerated or is it strained? So from those four options, 35 years later, they found that those who answered tolerated or strained relationship with mom, 95% had significant health issues 35 years later. Wow. They looked at dad, the relationship there, and it was 80% significant health issues. Wow. Now, on the other side of the spectrum, those who answered warm and close with mom and dad, 35 years later, we saw about a 40% 
element of serious health concerns. So when it breaks down, we're looking at over 50%, you know, greater well-being when we feel at peace and, and in harmony with the relationship with our parents. What really surprised me was those who answered tolerated or strained with both mom and dad. 35 years later, 100% were dealing with serious health issues. And, and how I take that is, and I guess because it's, it's a little bit colored by the work and, and the clients that I see every day, is that if you don't have a good relationship with what's actually coursing through your veins, how do you expect to have a good relationship with yourself or, or even with life in general? That if we're distant from the woman who brought us into life, if that first essential relationship feels hard, then often life ends up feeling like a struggle. Joanna, that makes so much sense. You know, as you're speaking, it it makes me think that with every patient that comes in to see me with whatever kind of health problem they're having, you know, in functional medicine, our approach is always to find the root underlying cause of where that's coming from. And I know for the vast majority, I'm going to say like 98% of people, it really ultimately gets rooted in some mental, emotional conflict. So I, I know I've spoken with patients who are cut off from a family member. Uh, many of our listeners may be curious what you suggest for those situations. Yes, that's very valid. Many of the clients I see will say, well, you know, I haven't spoken to them in 10 years. What am I to do with that? And often when we really kind of untangle the issue or the, the element of what broke the relationship to begin with, it's actually not our parents or, or our sibling or a relative. It's not ex actually what they did to us. It becomes our story of what happened. This is where we get stuck in losing our aliveness. Because so much of the time, it's our inner relationship, sort of like how we hold them inside of us. And then we hold on to just part of the story um, that really builds that inner image that we were speaking about earlier. Rarely is it the whole story. And then it's that part of the story that we've told ourselves for years. It sort of operates like a closed circuit. And the reality is we have to crack that old closed circuit or nothing is going to change in a sustainable way. Not in our thinking, not in the way we relate to the world. And the work that I do, it's sort of an invitation to unplug from that circuit, to disentangle that story. Because, of course, the way we hold the story has so much potency with how we show up with that person. The story we hold inside of us you know, often it overrides how that person actually really is. You could imagine going to visit your family for the holidays and then bringing a suitcase filled with resentments and unspoken anger and all that stuff that's unsaid instead of arriving fresh, present, you know, in today's time, willing to receive love the way they give it. Because chances are, your mom, your dad, they're going to stay the same. And whether they're living or have passed on, the work really belongs to us. And not only do we benefit from doing this piece, but our children also benefit. And, and of course, our partners, those we're sharing our life with, benefits as well. 
So as we're doing this recording, we have two major holidays that are coming up. We have Thanksgiving that's coming, and we have Christmas that's coming. And I know that these are two really stressful holidays for a lot of people. So for our listeners, for those that have purposely moved away from their family or they really avoid seeing their family, do you have any suggestions for them? That's a great question. And my practice seems to get much busier around the holiday time because when we're not faced with that that invitation, that decision of whether or not to go, it's as if it lives in the background. And as we spoke about, that's not necessarily better because it plays into the stress response and it causes all kinds of other stuff. But if that invitation is pending at that as we turn the page on the calendar, you know, a lot of my clients have shared that they tried moving to another province or another country, but wherever you go, you take them all with you because they're inseparably a part of you. And sometimes we distance ourselves from our family. It's as if it's an attempt to feel free, an attempt to step away from whatever the ongoing conflicts were. But what I've discovered, not only for myself, but what I see in my clients, is that this causes a lot more personal challenges. And the way to avoid recreating those same patterns is to find a way to make peace, even if they're deceased, that we make peace within ourselves about what ended up happening. So what I see in this work time and time again is that if we haven't come to peace with, let's say, the authoritarian way our father may have parented us, we find a version of him in our boss, in our life's partner, in our close friend. So the practice, when you find yourself at that holiday table during that you know, weekend visit, is to come to understand the full picture of why dad was maybe overly protective or strict with you as a child or withdrawn into himself. That we want to look and, and cultivate compassion to begin to understand his experiences as a child or even as a young adult so that it can open a doorway, a new way of holding your father inside. And this, this work is what makes that possible. It's a whole kind of experiential process that can be very difficult to describe in, in sort of theory um, it's just an invitation to know what's possible, that it doesn't always have to be, you know, the dreaded Christmas coming around the corner, that there can be joy to find in it, and there can be ease in those relationships that were once filled with conflict and strife. So that's great. You're giving a, a lot of us some hope when it comes to these holidays that are coming up. <laughs> <laughs> so... When it comes to the, your approach of uh, using the family constellations, most of our listeners have never heard of that, and it's new to, new to most of us, I'm going to say. What exactly, hap- what exactly happens at your workshops? That's a great question, Dr. Carey, because sometimes I forget. Uh, all throughout Europe and throughout Latin America, it's a primary um, approach that this is something that we know to go to. And yet here in North America, it's very, very new. And so really where it's different is 
I'll use an example of a client. So let's say a woman named Sarah comes to see me and she's been depressed for 10 years. Instead of my looking at how the depression is for her um, and, and diving into the symptoms necessarily, instead, I take a step back. I want to see Sarah inside the interconnectedness of her entire family. I'm looking for patterns. I'm looking for unresolved elements. And this is where the resolution exists. So inside a workshop, the actual constellation begins with generating a new understanding of how we're still affected by the events that live in our families. A lot of times this can be quite unknown and we bring that to, to light. So we're kind of um, creating new insights and, and new information to soften that story we've held inside for years. And what's different about family constellations is that it's very experiential. It's a three-dimensional group process that offers the ability to clear core emotions. And that's what keeps those patterns and those habits. They just keep reoccurring. Sometimes that's why we feel a habit can be so hard to break because we're going at it from the direction of willpower. This approach allows it all to unravel in very subtle ways and it's as if we're no longer drawn or called to that habitual way of being. This idea that we want to create a new image to step into that generates new sensations in the body so that we really bring mind and body together in a fusion to broaden the understanding of where we are within our family. So for me with a background in clinical hypnotherapy, I love it because all the things that were once unconscious, all those things that affect our thoughts, our behaviors, our reactions, we now have a greater understanding as to why or as to what it was all connected to. So the whole, the whole history of this work with well over 30 years of observation understands that a lot of those habits, addictions, and obsessive thoughts, the the chronic illnesses, they're unconsciously connected to family experiences. And so it's, it's quite exceptional to see how it can energetically untie the knots that bind us to those family events from the past. So does the Family Constellations approach, does it take several sessions or workshops to receive the benefits? Well, what I really love about how this approach is designed is that it's really not necessary for ongoing sessions. I can only speak of my own personal experience, but it was if, as if after my constellation, the experience continued to work within me, like planting a seed that kept growing weeks and months after the experience, so that it was a period of time where a deeper sense of peace was noticeable inside of me and greater self-confidence was beginning to show. And then I was able to show up inside the relationships in my life very differently. And that alone can shift the entire dynamic. You know, there'll be times I work with a couple that are struggling in their marriage and let's say I'm only working with the wife. A lot of times that can be enough to change the whole way the marriage is interacting. 
So it's quite, quite amazing in that way. Joanna, do clients need to come see you personally in your office or do you work over the phone or Skype? Can, can any of this be done over the phone or Skype? Uh, yes, I work all over North America inside my, I call it my virtual office. So by phone or by internet, it's so amazing the tools now and how we can all be connected. Um, you know, I've also been invited to Kingston to share a workshop in the next coming weekend. Uh, she found a great deal of inner peace from her constellation. So I'm happy to travel to her and she's put together a group. So there's lots of ways that I can work with people that are outside of the Ottawa region. Joanna, how can our listeners find out more about you and what you do? Well, I'm very happy to say my brother designed my website and he's done a gorgeous job, so I'd love any feedback. The site is www.joannalynn.ca and you can also find me on Facebook and I've got all kinds of quotes and interesting articles that talk all about this if the interview today has sparked your interest. So I invite you to find me there. And Joanna, what is your Facebook page? It is Joanna Lynn. Okay. So Joanna, I'll make sure that we have those links in our podcast notes so our listeners can can find you easily. Oh, that would be great. Joanna, thank you so much for being my special guest today. This was an awesome interview. Oh, I appreciate it, Dr. Carey. As you may be able to tell, it's something I really love to talk about. <laughs> Definitely. All right, that wraps up this very special episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show with Joanna Lynn. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. And I'd like to invite you back next week for another episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carey is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carey is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please tell your friends about the Functional Medicine Radio Show, and we'll see you next week with more from Dr. Carey.